Today's daf is daf Lamed Vav. We are holding at the top of Lamed Vav, Amad Aleph. Come and see. On that day, when they crossed the yard, and how many miracles happened? Obviously, the first miracle was the way they crossed over the yard, and the water stopped and allowed them to go through. And they were also, in one day, able to track all trek all the way to Hargrizim Har Eval, which was more than 60 mil away. This goes like the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. There was Machlux of Yehuda and Rabbi Lozer, where the Hargrizim Har Eval were the far Hargrizim Har Eval, or they were them close to the yard. And so this is going like the sheet. That was a miracle they were able to do. That, in fact, was Rabbi Lozer's question on Rabbi Yehuda. It can't be that it's the far Hargrizim Har Eval, because then how were they able to do this all in one day? They were saying, according to him, it was a miracle. Ben called Beri Lamad and another miracle happened that there was no uh, nation, no, no person was able to stand up against the Jewish people. And anyone who even attempted to do it, would their bowels would loose, loosen their, their bowels would become loose, meaning that they, their fear would cause them to go to the bathroom. As the, as the Pasuk says, this is a Pasuk that is in, in Shmois, it says, as a, a, a Mosi, uh, my fear will be sent of, uh, ahead of you. So now, even though that's written in Shmos, this is in, already in Yeshua, but it means that was the, the there was a bracha that was given for when they enter into Eretz Yisroel. And I will confound the, uh, any of the, of the nations, I shall tavu by him when you enter into Eretz Canaan. So this is a blessing that was said for those that were going to stand up against them. Uh, the, uh, Excuse me, those who are going to stand up against the Jewish people when they entered Eretz Yisrael. For Omer and as well, the Pesach says, that will befall upon them uh, if dread and fear. Uh, uh, right, and again, even though that's written in Az Yashir, and we know the same thing happened by Az Yashir, by the miracle of, of, of the... But this also, because I understand, was a blessing for the nations of... Uh, that, that they'll have this, uh, this fear from the nations of, when they enter into Eretz Yisrael. So the Pasuk says, this is in Az Yashir, it's interesting, it's not referencing the, the, the splitting of the Red Sea. It says, is when they return, right? When they, I'm sorry, when they cross over. So what was it referring to cross over? So the Gemara understands, it's not referring to the crossing of the Yamsu, but it's crossing over to get into Israel, which is talking about crossing into uh, the Yarden with Yeshua. So Zubir Rishona, that's the first entrance into uh, into the land. And then the next part of the post is Adyavar Amzu Kanisa, the nation which you acquired when they enter, when they cross into Eretz Yisrael, Zubi Shnir. That was the crossing of the Euphrates in the times of Ezra, when they left Bavel to enter back into Eretz Yisrael. So the Pasuk is referencing in the future two crossings of bodies of water to get back to Eretz Yisrael. So Emra Ma'ata, from this you can say, that Ra'uyan Hayu Yisrael Alasas Lahem Nais Bebiashnia Kabirishona, that the same miraculous type of entrance that they had in the times of Yeshua should have really been what happened when they came back in the times of Ezra. El Rashi says that the Averis that they did in Bais Rishon lowered their level 
and therefore they weren't able to have the same miracles happen. <coughs> Raja says they weren't able to come in independently and in control and everyone afraid of them. They had to get permission from the Persian king from, from, from Daryavesh or in the, in before the earlier time was in from Korish, they had to get permission to come back and they were really still uh, subservient to the kings of the time. Then after that, they brought these stones, they built the altar, they covered it in plastic, plaster, and they wrote over the Torah in 70 languages, that it was translated, a clear explanation. And they brought that they ate and they drank and they, drank and they rejoiced. And they did the blessings and clothes at Haragrizim Haraval, Vikip Lewis Avonim, then they folded, they disassembled the Mizbeah, which were made out of these stones, and they and they came and, and, and spent the night but Gilgal in Gilgal where they were going to actually remain for fourteen years. Shanemar, as the Bible says, that you will cross over uh, uh, you will you, you will traverse, go through with those stones, and you will place them there and the place where you reside that night. You might think that means they have to take it with them at every night where they go to a different place when they go conquering the rest of Israel. So every place where they reside, the stones are to come with them. That one specifically is where you have to place the stones. And also it's corroborated by the, the Pesach that says, that these 12 stones, which they took from the yard, and the Pesach continues on over there, it says, is that Ahikim uh, Yeshua by Gilgal, Yeshua established in Gilgal, so it was permanently left, erected in Gilgal. Tana we learned in a Brisa. So we know that when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, uh, conquered the lands of Sichon and Og, he had an air force. There were the wasps that went ahead and uh, shot their venom into the nations, the Amori nations of Sichon and Og. So what it says over here is that even though Moshe Rabbeinu had this air support, Yeshua did not. Yeshua did not have the air support. Tanat Sira, Loy Avraimam did not cross with them. Says the what are you telling me that, they, that, 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 that the wasps did not cross with them? It says, the Pesach says in, uh, in, in, in Shmos that, uh, that means that, that, that these wasps were used to, uh, to, uh, to, to uh, what's that? Clear the way against the Knani nation. So obviously it implies that one, that the wasps, did that Yoshua also had the air support, right? Mm-hmm. So says, Al-Sfas Yarden Amdo, the wasps stood at the boundary of the Jordan, the east bank of the Jordan, right? They were long-range bombers. Vizarka as Bahen Moro, and they uh, they ejected their their their, their poison, Vesimsa Milamala, Milamata, and it had a dual effect. It blinded anyone who came into contact with their eyes, as well as it made them sterile, that they would not be able to have any more children from the venom of these wasps. As the Pazuk says, and I, um, uh, I, I destroyed the Amori that, that, were, that stood against them, 
Asher Kegova Arozin, who was tall as cedars, Gova Arozin, Govo, that there was as, as tall cedars were their height, and there was mighty and powerful as, as oak trees, but nevertheless, you destroyed them, the Hishmid, the Ashmid Pirio, Mimaal, and I would destroy their fruit from above, the Shorosha Mitachas, and their roots from below. So what it's referring to, the fruits from above and the roots from below, was that it blinded them and it also made them sterile. But anyway, that was one answer. So even though, on one hand, it's mashma that these wasps did not enter, so then how would they have be effect or impact? So it says that they, they, they shot it off over the border. And, and Rapapa Amari says, actually, there were two legions of wasps. There was one that Moshe had command over, and there's one that Yeshua had command over. So the ones of Moshe didn't cross over, but the ones of Yeshua did. It is as a Tziros Have. There was these two legions of these wasps. Chada, the Moshe, the Yeshua. The Moshe Lo'avar. Yes, it's true that the ones from the time of Moshe did not, from the ones that he was in control of, did not cross over. However, the Yeshua Avar, but the ones of Yeshua did cross over. Now, the Pasuk actually tells us which of the six tribes went on to Har Grizim and which of the six tribes went on to Har Eval. It actually enumerates, okay? However, the Gemara says like this, um, that uh, the Pasuk says, if you read the Pasuk, very interesting in, in terms of the grammar, uh, the grammar, it says, It says that Half of them were facing on the, on, on the mountain of Grizim, and the other half were ma, ma, on, on Eva. But why does it say with a Heyadia? Vahachetzio. It should say Vahetzio. Just as it says, half on one and half on the other. What's this Vahachetzio? So the Heyadia is what's bothering the Gemara. Says the Gemara, what is my Vahachetzio? So Amrav Khan, Kadersha Chalukin Khan, Kachalukin Baafne Eford. Hachetzio, Heyadia sometimes means that it's the one that's already known. It's, this division is not the first time this division was made because there's already known that they were divided this way. Where were they divided this way? Says the Amora of Kahana. On the Aphod, we know that the Kohen Gadol had two onyx stones on one on each shoulder. So therefore saying this division is not the first time because that was already, that because this is the 40th year, that in the second year, he already had the big dekuna. That was, that division was made. The six names he carried on one shoulder and the other six names on the other. So the one is going to ask a question. We're going to bring down two Tanoic opinions as to how the names were written on the, uh, on the aphod, on the stones of the Avne Shoam, right? And neither one fits the way it was divided on the mountains. So therefore, the Gemara is going to say, how can Rav Kahana say that the way they were split? He's an Amora. He can't argue with the, both Tanoic opinions that discuss the matter. Neither one conforms to the explanation that he gave. And then we're going to have to circle it. Then what is the Vahachetzia? Because he was trying to explain that answer. Explain that. So Gemara says like this, Mesa, when has a one question, he carried two uh, precious gems on his shoulders. One on each side. The name of the twelve tribes written on them, Shisha eleven zu six on one name, Shisha eleven zu six on the other name, Shem the Emar. Shisha Mishmosa Mala Evan Achas 
six uh, on, 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 of, of, of the names of the tribes on one. Now, and the second, we have to see the puzzle here. And the remaining six, Allah Evan Ashenis was on the second, and the Pasuk then concludes, Kid Taldaisam. Kid Taldaisam can mean according to their births, right? But it's interesting, it only mentions it was according to their births, but it talks about the second six. So we're going to see over here that this first interpretation of how they were divided up means the last six were divided act, uh, according to their birth. The first six were not, because we know who was the firstborn. Reuven. So therefore, it should have gone Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, but in the order, Yehuda was placed first. So it went Yehuda, Reuven, Shimon, Levi. So therefore, the only time it says according to their births is on the second six, but not on the first six. But this is according to one interpretation, which is, by the way, not the way they were divided up by the mountains. So that's, that's already one according. It doesn't fit what Rav Kahana had said, that they divided on the names of the stones the way they were divided on mountains. This is clearly not the case. So Shnir Katol Doisam, only the second set of six names were according to the births. Velo Rishon Yehuda Mukdam, because Yehuda was the first of this first six, which is not according to the births, right? Now, also the second point we put out, we're going to circle back to this a little later, Kamishim Oseh Zayu, that the total of the letters on the two stones ended up being 50. Ezra Mechamesh al Evanzu, Ezra Mechamesh al Evanzu, 25 on each stone. Now that was the opinion of the Tanakam, I don't know if it says his name, but that was the first opinion. Rav Hanina ben Gamliel Omer, he says that's not how the names were divided on the Aphod. How were the names divided on the name? We find that in the census in Bamidbar, the names are divided uh, it, 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 uh, according to the uh, certain order. Uh, and it, it means it says in, in, in the, the, the tribes of Reuven, there were this much, and the tribe of Shimon, there were this much. It goes through the names, right? He says that's not the order of the way the stones were placed, right? Uh, uh, but it's divided the way it is in the Chumasheni. What's Chumasheni? Shmos? That's correct. Shmos. The Ramban actually says it's called Sheni because it's completion of Breshis. Shmos is really the completion of Breshis. That's why it's referred to as the Chumasheni because it's the finish, completion of the Rishon. But anyway, at the beginning of Shmos, how do we find it's divided up over there? So Rashi explains. It says, goes Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Right? It's divided according to the mothers. The, the children of Leah are mentioned first. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, right? And that would be the six on one, uh, on one stone. And in the second stone, it's interesting is that Binyamin is mentioned, who is a, the son of Leah. Then the Shvachos, Ra- uh, the, the sons of Rachel. Then it mentions the, 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 the Shvachos, Dan, Naftali, God, Asher. And then the other book in is Yosef, because Yosef already was in Mitzrayim. That's what, but anyway, and that's the way, according to Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel, that is the way the names were listed on the Aphod, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the Avnei Shoam, which again does not conform with the way it was divided by Har Grizim and Har Eval. Okay, so let's read it inside. So it says, That's not the way it was divided on the Avnei Eval. How was it? The Bnei Leia went in the corner to their order. Rachel was Echad Mikan, one is in the beginning, and Yosef is in the end of the Bnei 
Shvachos by Emtza, that grounds off the six. So therefore, so according to this interpretation, then why does it say Kitaldaisam? According to the first interpretation, the last six names followed their order of birth. But according to this, not the, not the first six or the last six follow the order of birth because it, even the child, children of Leah, they were not all born first. Interspersed between the six of Leah, there was the, there was children of 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 of, of, uh, of Rachel and the Shvachos. So why does the pasuk say the names on the aphod are ketol doisam? What does it mean? So therefore, according to this interpretation, my God, Nimekayim ketol doisam, Kishmosim shekaral navihen, Log Shmos shekaral elahem Moshe. They were na- the names were written the way Yaakov Avinu named them, and not the way Moshe referred to them. What does it mean? How did Moshe refer to them differently than the way Yaakov is? Because because uh, Ruvain, that's how, uh, our, our, our Yaakov referred to him, Ruvain. Right. According to when Moshe lists the name, he calls him the Ruvaini. Shimon v'lo Shimoni, Dan v'lo Hadani, God v'lo Hagadi, etc. But anyway, the bottom line is Teyufta on Rav Kahana. Teyufta, this is a, a definitive reputation on the position of Rav Kahana. Why? Because according to Rav Kahana, how would the divide, division of, why does it say the Hachetzioi, that it says, and, and the, uh, with, with a hey, because it says, means this was a division that occurred earlier, because he said the division on the Hargrizim Areval uh, were the same division as the stones that were born by the Kohen But we see from here, both Tanoic opinions do not agree with that, so it's a refutation, but then you have to circle back. So why Taka does it use the extra hey? V'hachetzio, it's Elamai v'hachetzio. So Tana, we learned in the bride, so... It's like this, is that it wasn't a, a, an, equ, uh, an equitable split. The first six that were in Hargrizim were many more people than the six that were on Har Eval. Why? So now, the Gemara is going to say something which at first glance does not make any sense. Because uh, a significant portion of Levi had to stand between the mountains, and therefore, therefore the Levi was diminished in terms of how many stood on the mountain. So Gemara says, but, but that makes no sense. Because on Har Grizim, which is the first six, that way Levi was included. So how could you say Har Grizim had many more than Har Eval? Why? Because Levi was down below. But that would make it less, not more. Right? No, no, Levi, they split. Some of the Levim were on the mountain, some of them between. But the point is, but that would make it less. That wouldn't make it more. So Adoram Ibnesha Levi Lamato, because a significant portion of Levi were below. So Batri Luhu, that makes the ones on Har Grizim less than Har Eval, not more. Now, how exactly that fits the Hachetzio, because we're trying to explain what that hay is. So the way Raji seems to explain it is as follows, is that Chetzi is a, a, it's a fraction, it's half. Chetzi is the other fraction, the other half. When you say v'hachetzio, it means that the second half is not a fraction of the total, it's a, fra- it's a fraction of the first half. Does that, does, it, does that make sense? What I'm saying is that meaning that, that, that it half over here means it's half in terms of the shvotim, but in terms of the amount, it's only a fraction of the first half. It's not the balance. So that's why it uses the hay. It's, it's, it's a fraction of that first half, which is a fraction of the fraction, which is a small amount. But the one says, but if the reason why you tell me it's a small amount, because Levi had to be below, that would make Hargrizim, because the, the, the remnants of Levi were on Hargrizim, that would make Hargrizim less, not more. 
Zemora says, Amar. No, what it's saying is, Afalpi, Shalevi Lamata, even though Levi was below, means a majority of the Levi or a significant part of Levi was below, which you would think, therefore, Hagrizim should have less people on it than what? Then Har Eval, but they also had on the first, and Har Grizim was also the Bnei Yosef. And we know Bnei Yosef was a special blessing. They had an abundance of children. So that made up in spades what was missing from Levi plus more, which made Har Grizim the amount significant. That's how you read it. Means it's not because, why did they have more? Because the Bnei Levi were below. That makes no sense. Even though the Bnei Levi were below, they still had more on Har Grizim because of the abundance of children that were on Har, uh, from, from, from uh, Bnei Yosef. So Bnei Yosef, in mind, Har Grizim had Bnei Yosef, Shanema Vayidabru, Bnei Yosef, we find there was a significant amount of, because when they, before, when they were on the East Bank, before they were going to cross over, the children of Yosef, Ephraim and Menashe, came to Moshe Rabbeinu, they said, or came to Yeshua, I'm sorry, Vidabru Bnei Yosef, as Yeshua, Lamer, Maduin Asatali, Nachla, Doiral Echad, Bechevel Echad, why have you given us the same, uh, 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 same lot and same portion as everyone else? We have so many more children that need to be catered to. Vani Amrav, I am a, 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 a large nation. Yeshua. And Yeshua said, Im Amrav ato, if you have so many people, Ale al go up to the forests. Now the Sima means, means go cultivate the forests. And go, but really what over here, there's another message. Because you're so many, you are susceptible to Ein Hora. I know my grandfather would never walk to shul with his five, uh, with his four boys. He always sent them separately. You know, he wanted, he wanted, you don't, you don't, you know. So, so if you have so many, you have to worry about Ein Hora. They should go into the forest and hide themselves. Means don't be in the people's eyes. Go hide yourselves in the forest. That Ayn Hara should not uh, come upon you. They said, that's not a problem. Why? Because we're descendants of Yosef. Yosef had no control over Yosef, right? Yosef himself did not want to take from something that did not belong to him, right? He did not, he did not partake in the wife of Potiphar, so therefore Ein Hora does not have any control. The Chsev is the blessing of Yosef, it says, Ben Pairas Yosef, a fruitful son will be Yosef. Ben Pairas Ale Ayin, he will be a charming a son to the eye. But don't read it Ale Ayin, a charming to the eye. He is above the eye. He's above the eye means that Ein Hora does not have a, a control over him. is another raya that the children of Yosef were not susceptible to Ein Hara. This is because Yosef is compared to fish. So the Yidgularov, they will proliferate like, like in, a, in abundance, but care of arts in the midst of the land, but Yidgu is a lotion of Dagim. They'll proliferate like fish. The water protects them, covers them. And people are not able to see them, don't have control over them. So Yosef, Anyway, the point that it's bringing down over here is that there were so many more children of Yosef that made up for the loss of the families of, of, of Levi that had to be below. And that's why Hargrizim was the larger amount. And that's where the Vahachetzio on the Har'eval was a percentage of Hargrizim. It was a smaller amount. That's what that hay represents. Okay. Says it more like this. 
We said that on the A fold, there were 25 letters on one shoulder and 25 letters on the other. So the Gemara goes and does the count and says it doesn't come out correctly. It should be only 49 letters, right? 25 and 24. Why? Because the majority of times Binyamin is written in the Torah, it's not written with two yuds. It's written with one yud. And if it's only written with one yud, then on one side you don't have 25, you only have 24. That's the worst problem. So Gemara says, Hani chamishim is the 50 letters, is chamishim nechichados, 50 minus 1, Havian. That's what it comes out to be. Am Yitzchak. He says, you're right, but Yosef is written with a hey. Yosef, Osif is achas. One letter was added, we say it in one of the Shir Shalyons, right? Shanema Eidus Behe Yosef, some of his testimony against Yosef, some of the Atseso, and when he went out, we'll see exactly what it's referring to, when he went out uh, to be the Viceroy Al Eretz Mitzrayim. So that's the extra letter that makes it 50, okay? But the says, it means according to the birth. Now, here it's according to the way they were named, especially according to one shot. It's the way they were named. If it's going according to the names, the letter of the hey of Yosef was only given later. It wasn't given at the time of birth. So, so Ella, like this. Kula, you're right. Majority of times in the Torah, Binyomin's written, you're right. It's Binyomin without the extra yud. But Hacha Binyomin on the on the aphod, the way Binyomin was written, was with the extra yud. Now, why is that? Because when Yaakov Avinu named him, the Torah says, records it with the extra yud. And therefore, that's the way, according to his birth, according to the name was given his birth with the extra yud. So therefore, like this, V'hacha ben shalim, on the eight foot, it's written completely. Remember that over there, the, the mother, uh, Rachel, wanted to name him Ben-Oni. And, and Yaakov said, no, we're not calling him Ben-Oni, we are calling him Ben-Yamin. That's right. Now, anyway. Amar Yosef that created a Kiddush Hashem in private because what happened, not, people did not see publicly how he withstood the advances of Aisha's Potiphar. So therefore, he got one letter added to his name, which the name of Kiddush Shamayim. One of the letters, the extra hey of Hashem, is added to your name. Yehuda he publicly uh, consecrated the name of Hashem when he took ownership for what happened with Tamar. There was a Kiddush Hashem, and therefore, since he did it publicly, Nikra Kulu Al the entire name of Yehuda contains the name of Hashem. All right, very interesting. You know, that's uh, whatever, but that's. Uh, it's a, that's considered to be a Kiddush Hashem, even though what he was admitting to... Was responsibility. But taking responsibility, that's considered a Kiddush Hashem. You know, right? So why is it like this? Yosef, Mahi, what's the situation of Yosef? Where do we see that he was Mekad Hashem Shemayim? It wasn't this day. That he came back to the house, he came to the house to do his job, to do his work. What work was he doing? Both he and the wife of Potiphar had one intent. They were trying to, they were, they were planning that day to do an Aveira. And the one brings down, that's actually a machlokas amaroyim. But Yavah Abaisa Lassas Malachtoi, Ravish Mukhadam Lassas Malachta Mamish, he went to do his daily chores, he went to do his work. Bechad Amar, no, no, no. Malachtoi over here means. 
to fulfill his needs. He went and there was no one in the house. When it's like this, the palace of Paro, how is it possible that there was no one there except for the wife, of the, the, the palace of Potiphar, I'm sorry. There was no one in there except for the wife of Potiphar. There's no person there. It was the day of their holiday. According to one opinion, it was the day when the, when the Nile would overflow and uh, inundate the, and, 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 and fertilize the crops. It was a special day. So they went, everybody went to party. They went to the base of She took advantage of that. She said that day, I am sick. There's no time that I'm going to have the opportunity to be alone with Yosef like this time. So therefore, that's why she stayed behind. And that's why when he came, there was no one in the house. And she grabbed him by his clothes and she said, Sleep with me. Lamar saying, Sleep with me. But at that moment, Yosef, according to us, was his, his defenses were down. And what happened was, that in the window he saw the vision, an image of his father. Yosef, his father spoke to him. He said, That all of your brothers, they are na- their names are going to be written on the stones of the ephod. And you are men going to be one of the names that are written there too. Do you want your name to be erased? If you continue in this behavior now, your name, you will not have the ability to have your name there. You will be known as the one that befriends or their companies, uh, women of ill repute. The one who, who accompanies or befriends Zonos uh, will lose a fortune. The fortune in this case is referring to is the special blessing of having your name on the Avne Shom, on the F Eifot. Immediately the, ble- the blessing says that the bow of, of, uh, of, of Yosef uh, uh, returns to its strength. That's the, so the Gemara says that's, that's actually referring to uh, figuratively. He says, It means that his desire abated and literally his aver returned back in it to its place because he had lost that desire. This image of his father was able to allow him to overcome his Yetzirah. However, the next part of the Pasuk in the Blessing says, that his hands were gilded with gold. That's the way, his hands are gilded with gold. But the word Zeroi doesn't just mean arms are gilded with gold. Zeroi also means Zera. So what is an unbelievable thing over here is that Yosef, he means his father gave him maybe that little bit of a push, but he himself had to capitalize on how to uh, uh, remove the desire. So not Yodavikarka. He planted his fingers into the ground. He forced his fingers into the ground in order to focus on, on his fingers to remove the desire. But what happened was, is that the zera came out from under his fingernails. All right? Right, so that's what it means, Royaka, meaning that it, that's that was the the, the uh, uh, escape, right? So midday of Yaakov, the end of the says that because of the the strength of Yaakov, 
So what does that mean? What caused him to be able to be written on the stones of the ephod? El Yaakov was the power of Yaakov because Yaakov had appeared to him to in order to overcome his desires. And Misham Roe Evan Yaakov, and from there, what's that? I'm sure. Misham Roe Evan Yisrael. From there, he became uh, the shepherd of the stone of Israel. What does it mean? Misham Zoch Vanaser Roe. That that from that point on, he would got the merit to be the shepherd of of the, a leader of the Jewish people. Shenema, as the pasuk says, Roe Yisrael. This is referring to Hashem, shepherd of Israel. Hazino, pay attention. Nohei. That you 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 lead us, Kitzon Yosef, as we were the sheep of Yosef. So you see, Yosef was a shepherd of Israel because there was a, a merit of this of this action. Time we learned in a brisa. It's unbelievable statement here. Yosef was should be like an av. Same way as Yaakov Avinu had twelve tribes. Yosef should have had twelve tribes, right? Shenem the Ella told us Yaakov Yosef. These are the generations of Yaakov. Yaakov Yosef goes together. Same way as Yosef, ya- uh, Yaakov had 12. Told us Yosef should have 12 Yosefs. Why well, I only had two, right? But what happened was, the Zerah that came out from under his fingers, so therefore, so therefore, that cost him the 10 tribes, the 10 kids that could have come. But it was made up. You know how it was made up? Because Benjamin had 10 sons. The ten sons of Benjamin, we're going to see, were all named after Yosef. That was the void for the loss of the ten sons that should have come from Yosef. So Afal P says the Gemara. They came out from Benjamin Achir. And they were all called by his name. The children of Benjamin were Bela, Becher, Ashbel. What are the names referred to? Bela is Shenibla Ben Aumas. Benjamin called. Bella, because Yosef had been swallowed up amongst the nations. Becher, because he was the Bechor Le'ima, he was the firstborn of their mother. Bechor Le'ima Hoya. Ashbel, I was called Ashbel, Kel. He was captured by Hashem. So that's an unbelievable statement over here. He knew that the brothers had sold. Benyamin knew about it. He knew the brothers had sold, and yet he calls him that Hashem had taken him into captivity, meaning he bought into the program, right, it seems. Now, Gera, what was it? Shigar Bachsaniyos, that he had to live as, as, as a stranger in, in, in hotels, means he lived, uh, he did not live at home. Naaman, what was he called? Naaman, what's the child? Was Shinoim B'Yaser, he was extremely pleasant, all right? This is all referring to characteristics of Yosef, all right? Yosef, Achi Verosh, what is Achi Verosh? That Achi, he was my brother, Verhu Roshi, and he is my leader. Uh, uh, Mupim bechupim. What are the names? Mupim bechupim. So the Mordechai says like this: Who loy ra bechuposi? That it was a lament that he will not see my chupa. Vani lo raize chuposa. I will not see his chupa. Now Raji says that takes care of the name chupim. What happened to the name Mupim? So Raji brings down a medrash, and maybe it's a deletion in the text over here. Is that Mupim from Mipi? Yosef was zocha to learn Torah specially. From the mouth of Yaakov, so Mipi, that he from Yaakov, he got a special Torah from the mouth. That's the name Mupim. Ard Sheyarad Lebein Umas Olam. They went down to the nations of the world. Some say the Ard is also a Verit, is a rose. Shapan of Dom Leverit, he had a rosy countenance. Amrab Chiyabar Abba Amrab Yechanan. B'Shash Amalit Parul Yosef. When Parah said to Yosef, 
that no man will be able to raise his hands in the entire nation of Egypt without getting your permission. When he gave him this power of being the second command, so the stargazer of Paro said, what are you doing? He says, this person was a slave. You're making an Evid that was purchased with 20 pieces of silver. You're going to make him a leader over us? Paro said, I see in him characteristics of sovereignty. He has in him the characteristics of sovereignty. He can be a leader. One of the requirements of a leader of Egypt had to know 70 languages. So Gabriel came and taught him the 70 languages. Remember we had that before, that he knew Aramaic. He was on, Gabriel came and taught him the 70 languages. And it just didn't go. In 70 languages, Yosef just couldn't get it. So that's where he got the name added. At that time, the name was added, and somehow by adding that name, that opened up the... Uh, that, that, right, yes. That opened up the vistas of knowledge and the language was, he was able to acquire language. So therefore, and he was able to learn. And that's what the post says. is for Yosef, it's a testimony for Yosef, uh, that was placed upon him, but say so, when he went out again uh, uh, to, to, to be the leader in Mitzrayim. Lamachar, now the next day, when, when the other side, this happened overnight, right? So, any language that Paro tried to use to speak, to check him out, he was uh, able to respond to that language. Then he referred, he spoke to Paro with Lashon HaKadosh. Paro had no idea what he was saying. So, Paro said, you got to teach me that one, right? If you know 71, i got to know 71. So, teach me Lashon HaKadosh. So, Agmari tried to teach him, but he wasn't able, did not penetrate. So, Amalei, Ishtabali, Tulamagal is take an oath that you're not going to reveal to anybody that you know one more language than I know. Ishtabali, he swore to him. So, Ki Amalei, so that what happened was, fast forward, is Ki Amalei, Avish, Biani, Elemor, when Yaakov had passed away, so he said, My father made me swear that what? That I should take him up to be buried in Eretz Canaan. And, ya, and, and Paro was loath to do that. He did not want the, the, the grave of Yaakov, for whatever reason, it was a blessing, or he was afraid that then they're going to want to leave, but he did not want to allow him. So he said, Amalei, zil ishtal vashlosa, go and uh, get, get a, uh, uh, re, what's it called, a she'ela uh, on your, what's that? Yeah, go, go, go to the Chacham, remove your, your Shavuah. So Yosef answered him, he says, if you think it's possible for me to uproot and eradicate my oath, then the oath that I made to you, that I will not let people know that you don't, then I can do that to that oath as well. So I'm a lay, lay, the itchili nami adidaf, then I can be shawal on your oath as well. So even though Yaakov, I mean, Paro did not want to, he didn't have a choice. Go and bury your father. It's only because he made you swear. If he hadn't made you swear, I would not have allowed it to happen. But because he made you swear, that's why you should do it, because it will affect me if you wipe out that oath. Okay, John, we'll stop over here.